The Torah content for this week has been sponsored by Judah and Naomi Dardik in honor of Rabbi Moskowitz's second yard site and in appreciation for all those whose love of Torah and excitement for ideas shines in their teaching. Okay, quick review of yesterday. So the main question focused on Hilchus Tshuva 7.3, okay? Uh, and I'm just going to read it in Hebrew, and the English is up here if you need. Okay, so that's the halacha. So we had a, a, a series of questions. Okay, so the first question we, we had, which is why you need to be told that you need to do tshuva from bad deos. Okay, that was a question Chaim and I had. And then Yosef's question was, why should you do tshuva from bad deos? So I mentioned that the Yosef is more in line with Ram, because apparently the Ram has to tell you this, because apparently it's good Havamina. Okay. Then there's a separate question, which is there is a mitzvah of the halakta bidrachav. Okay. And we read it in the Mishnah Torah yesterday, but I want to read it in the Sefer Mitzvos just to see if he says it differently. So the mitzvah of halakta bidrachav in the Sefer Mitzvos is the eighth positive mitzvah. Um, this is the mitzvah to emulate God according to our capacity. You should walk in his ways. Okay, it's repeated. Just like God is called merciful, you should be merciful. Okay, so that's, that's the mitzvah, is you have to develop these good mitos because that's what God is called. Uh, after Hashem, your God, you shall walk. So the content of the mitzvah is that you should make yourself resemble in good actions and good mitos to those attributes that are ascribed to God by way of mashal, because God is above all actual like attributes. Okay, fine. So the mitzvah is to get good deos. Okay, the Raman calls them. And all of Hilchos deos is talking about how to do that. Okay, so the, we had a question, which was an old question, which we leveled up. Okay, the old question is, if this is one of Taryag, okay, and if you violate it by having bad mitos, so why do you need to be told that you need to do tshuva on bad mitos? In other words, if you ate pork, you got to do tshuva on eating pork. If you violate Yichud Hashem, you have to do tshuva on that. And if you violate the halakha bedrachav, you have to do tshuva. You have to do tshuva on the bad deos that you have, right? So that's one question. But then the new version of the question is, <laughs> if the halakha, so in Hilos Deos chapters one and two, he goes through the whole method of how you fulfill this mitzvah. Is that there's, you know, each dea has two extremes, and you should aim for the middle path, and that's how you, the way you get those deos is you do the actions that correspond to them on the path again and again and again till they become easy. And then in chapter two, he says, if you have a sickness of the soul, which is where you are attached to one extreme, you do the actions corresponding to the opposite extreme again and again and again until you hit the middle and then you stay there. Okay. And that's, that's how you develop deos. So the new version of the question is, what is the difference between being the Kayim v'halachta bidrachav and doing teshuva on bad deos. Okay. In other words, it seems that there is definitely an overlap. So is it the same process? Is it like, is, is the wrong just taking two different angles here? 
That's the, the that was the main question from yesterday. Okay, so what do you say? Oh, and by the way, we did something. Oh, so uh, Rabbi Fader and I were both talking about this question on the second night of Rosh Hashanah, and then yesterday between Min uh I, I did something I've never done before, as I cheated. Uh, we we when we asked Rebbe, uh, but uh, but thankfully I didn't understand his full answer, <laughs> you know, and also we got cut short because of Mariv. So like I don't have a full answer from him, but he did give some direction. My direction is different from Rebbe's, but uh, I'll try to relay what he said and I'll try to get clarification from Rabbi Fader. But yeah, so what do you say? Yeah. I don't know, like, where, like, where are you but your data system if you're saying change your data system? Like, what's the you that's changing? Okay, go on. That sounds interesting. <laughs> what do you mean, what's the you that's changing? As in that you change your, just someone else. So, as in that change your data in a sense, equivalent to suicide. <laughs> <laughs> Pardon me for laughing. That was funny. Uh, but, uh, um, well, you are the being who has the deus. The deos are a feature of you. They're a feature of your psyche specifically, right? So you're not actually um, uh, like annihilating your essence. You are changing the features that you have. And in fact, the Rambam in deos, this actually might help. How do you get deos? Like initially? Nurture. Nurture. Okay. And a little bit of predisposition, right? So he says, yeah, right. Uh, Not compulsion, just predisposition, right? So he says, um, uh, where does he say how you learn Deos? Yeah, he says, V'yish bin kol deos zo So between each and every extreme Deos, there's a middle Deos, uh, equidistant. Some Deos come to you by the nature of your body. Um, so I think that, by the way, let's say is like um, uh, egocentrism right? Or aggressiveness, you know, or desire for pleasure, right? Those are like inhuman constitution, okay? Uh, There are other deos that you have a predisposition for, which means that they're quicker for you to acquire than other deos, like we talked about in the Sunday year. There are other deos that a person does not have from the beginning of his creation, but he learns them from other people. Like that's the nurture, right? Or you turned yourself to them based on a thought that you had. Uh, Or you heard that, you know, generosity is a good trait uh, and it's proper to follow it. And then you like practice until you get it. Yeah. So so it's a feature of yourself that you're, you're choosing to develop or that you already had that you're choosing to like change from. Yeah. So back to, back to the question, how does, um, what's the difference between being Mekayim B'Halach B'Drachav and doing Teshuvah on bad deos? I feel like being Mekayim B'Halach B'Drachav is simply like a positive in a sense. Okay. And that like, you don't necessarily need to say, I'm not doing this I'm doing something bad, and therefore you'd be doing a good thing. Yeah. Versus teshuva is like this thing that I, this mida that I have is a yeah. bad thing, so I need to correct that and like you know do the whole teshuva process with that and then move forward. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's essentially what Rebbe said. Uh, that I got from him. <laughs> okay. Which is that I, I it's possible he was saying more than that, but he said that uh, that you doing this process of deos, especially the way the Raman talks about it, where you're just basically practicing actions until your midos change. That does not need to involve chuva, 
right? Like you could be, you could have been a, uh, let's say like a miser and like uh, not giving up any of your money. And then you just force yourself to give tzedakah until you change. That's very different than looking at yourself and saying, wow, like what was my relationship to money? And like, what distorted view of justice did I have? How did, you know, what, what view of my fellow human being did I have where like this person could be starving and I wouldn't give them money, you know? And and then you 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 realize that these actions of not giving tzedakah were stemming from like this internal imperfection that was making you distant from God. And then you correct that, you know. So it's, it, so the, the, this one answer is, is a different process that tshuva involves looking at the gavra and seeing a flaw and uh, that has manifested itself in the past and then changing that going forward. Deus is just like, okay, I have a, uh, I want that dea or I don't want that dea. I'm going to go make it, make a change here. And it could be done completely behaviorally, you know, also just along those lines, you know, we, we said this, I think when we first started going through Hilfus Tshuva that, well, in Perik Shvi, he mentions that um, Tshuva takes you to Hashem, that uh, I know he doesn't say Hashem there, but Tshuva is great because it brings a person close to the Shrina Shnemar. Shuva Yisrael Ad Hashem Elokecha. Return Israel unto Hashem your God. Venemar Lo Shavtem Lo Shavtem. I don't know what's going on here. Is that the pasuk or is that a Velo Shavtem Adai Numash? Oh, it's a criticism. They did not return to me, said Hashem. Venemar Im Tashuv Yisrael Numash Hashem Eli Tashuv. If you return. Israel, then return to me, says Hashem. Klomar, im taxer b'tshuva b'sidbak. If you return it, tshuva, cling to me. So tshuva, and and like the Ram says in the in the Koseris, that tshuva is ikarim hani grarim ima biglala. That there are a bunch of ikarim that are drawn with it. So tshuva, it is a whole like you know uh, metaphysical overhaul to who you are and. Aligning yourself with 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 Hashem, Deus is just in the psyche. Deus is just working on your character, and you don't even need to get to Hashem in order to do that. You're emulating Hashem in action, but you're not actually necessarily changing your internal like orientation to reality. Yeah. Okay. So that's a good approach. Okay. Yeah. Would that? I guess it wouldn't be considered teshuva, but would that lead to teshuva? So that's a good question. Are you at a point of teshuva? I mean, it's hard to. It would change like that without thinking about it. Almost. So here's the thing. I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think it could lead to tshuva in the way that people tend to think of tshuva, which is like aziva sachet and resolving not to do certain things again. But the ram, the way the ram thinks of tshuva, of like, like you know, recognizing that you sinned before God and then like re- repairing your connection with God. I don't think it necessarily leads to that. And the proof, I think, is that like. <laughs> Atheists or like self-help motivated people can do Hilfus Deo stuff. I don't think they could do Hilfus Chuva stuff because that really involves like an, or, uh, an examination of where you stand in reality vis-a-vis God, you know? So it could lead to Chuva like accidentally, you know, but not like, it's not like part of the process, you know? You could complete the process of Deos without necessarily like being prompted to do Chuva. Right, so Deos is almost like a self-centered yeah yeah in many ways it is more, much more self-centered than uh than tshuva and it's funny because tshuva he mentions we didn't read these halachos but tshuva there's a lot of things that he says uh i'll just read this even though we're not going to work on it um uh the darfat tshuva in, in chapter two 
Halacha four, Midarchei Tshuva. One of the ways of Tshuva is Liyos Hashav Tzolik Tami Lefnei Hashem Bevachiu B'Sachanunim. Is that the person who did Tshuva should cry out constantly before God in uh, in crying and supplication. Veosit Tzadaka Kavikoho. Do Tzadaka according to your means. Misrachik Harvei Min Adavar Shachatabo. Distance yourself exceedingly from the thing you sinned with. Umeshane Shemo. Change your name. Klomar as if to say Sheani Acher. I'm another person. Veini Oso Ha'Ishasha Osan Hamasim. I'm not the same person who did those actions. Umeshane Masav Kulam Latova Uliderek Shara. Change all your actions. To the good, the uh, golem exile yourself from your place. Shigalus mechaperas avon because galus atones for sin. It causes you to be submissive and humble and lowly. So I think Rabbi Feder gave a share on this last year, which is a really good share. But uh, but the the common denominator here is all these have to do with like your identity, you know, like and like humility of like realizing you're uh, you know you're downplaying the former self. And reestablishing a connection to either a new identity or to one of many human beings, or you know, and like, um, uh, and and so it is moving you away from the self-centeredness in a way. You know, the day also could be could be self-centered uh, as well. Okay, so I think what we'll do is like this: we have one more Raman Bakius, I think, before Yom Kippur, which is on Monday, because I'm not going to give on air of Yom Kippur. Uh, yeah, I know, right? It's a little time, yeah. So I have my own approach to this uh, this this question, which I think I'll save for uh, for Monday because it is in line with the uh, with Yigum Mitzrayim. And again, another plug: if you haven't listened to Yigum Mitzrayim share, uh, it will uh, enhance your Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur. Uh, that I, yeah, the one that I gave. Yeah, I think I I, th- I think I sent it out again on Moti Shabbos because someone asked me to or Moti Rosh Hashanah, maybe. Uh, I think on the content chat. Yeah, uh, I. I can put you on it. Okay. Oh, okay. I'll do that then. All right. All right. So have a good day. Yeah. What happened to the video? If you've gained from what you've learned here today, please consider contributing to my Patreon at www.patreon.com slash Rabbi Schneeweiss. Alternatively, if you would like to make a direct contribution to the Rabbi Schneeweiss Torah Content Fund, my Venmo is at matt-schneeweiss, and my Zelle slash Chase QuickPay and PayPal are mattschneeweiss at gmail.com. Even a small contribution goes a long way to covering the cost of my podcast and will provide me with the financial freedom to produce even more Torah content for you. If you would like to sponsor an article, share, or podcast episode, or if you are interested in enlisting my services as a teacher or tutor, you can reach me at rabbishnewas at gmail.com. Thank you to my listeners for listening. Thank you to my readers for reading. And thank you to my supporters for supporting my efforts to make Torah ideas available and accessible to everyone.